Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Denzel, a.k.a. Black Ice, joined by my co-host each and every week, starting off with my guy in the middle, Manny, a.k.a. Gootmaster Flex. What's going on today, man? You know, we come out here. I came in here with this devious goop, you know what I mean? We're going to call it the devious goop today. Devious goop. Okay, I don't. I don't know if I'm ready for what that means, but uh, I don't know that. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. He's just gonna be in his villain era. Chris looks disappointed. Now I've I've gone past the point of trying to ask about what gooping is and trying to understand <laughs> the lifestyle. I, I, it's been months. Ah! I still can't figure that shit out, man. Gooping, you know, changes it's apparently. It's, it's it's never the same. It's a lifestyle, so the lifestyle could be whatever you want it to be, right? So you're just like super fluid about life for no reason, like bro, you out here. <laughs> You gotta live, you know what I mean? Hey, man, you gotta be flexible, right? That's shit. That's that's a level of limberness I didn't know that you needed, but again, you go ahead with your bad self, you know what I'm saying? No judgment, I guess. (laughs) At least no no out loud judgment, you know? All right, Chris. Well, you know, as he's already speaking, Mr. 525 is also with us today. Um, You know, he looks like he's recovered from whatever he had going on. So glad mm-hmm. to talk about some games. Glad to talk about uh, the Xbox showcase and you know all the stuff that happened this past week. But how are you doing, Chris? Uh, better. Been a rough week, like you said. Been a rough week, but they can't stop your boy. You know, still kicking. Uh, tired as always, but we still got some games to talk about, especially this week. So yeah, we got a lot. I'm to here. Talk about this week. <laughs> a lot to talk about this week. Um, you know, we did do the live reaction of the Xbox showcase for those of y'all who might have missed it. Um, that is up on our YouTube channel. So make sure to check that out. Uh, overall, extremely positive reaction to the showcase, you know, as well as the Starfield Direct. So we'll, we'll get into a lot of that momentarily because, um, you know, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about a lot of stuff that Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft showed off last week. Um, Capcom, we could we're probably gonna skip over because I didn't really see anything interesting in that showcase whatsoever. But Xbox and Ubisoft thought they had a lot to show off this week. Um, but yeah, y'all know how we normally do, especially since we got my guy Chris back. Set us off with the buffer, bro. Alright, so this week the question is what is one thing that you would I'm sorry, not one thing that you would do, but what is your favorite part of these digital presentations that we get nowadays and what is your least favorite part of these digital presentations that we get nowadays you know since it seems like this is definitely probably going to be the norm going forward unless they come up with some other kind of innovations um we've talked about this to nauseam man we we probably not going to get our shit back the way we wanted it of course it was convenient enough to get to this point right before we were supposed to go um but you know Gotta let go of bad memories. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but all right, so my answer. Um, my favorite part about these presentations, it feels, and I could be completely off because maybe it's the same exact number or whatever, but it feels like we see a little bit more with these digital presentations. That's not me saying that everything that we see is good, but... It, if it felt like it was like maybe 15 or so that we might have seen that were decent before, now I could say like it feels like there's maybe at least a solid five to ten more things that I normally at least would say that's interesting. You know what I'm saying? 
um, and then give it a second look on other trailers and see what's good with it. But it, it seems like because they know that we're not in person that they try to jam pack these time slots with a decent amount of stuff. Um, which is cool. I like that. I like having everything in quick bites. I don't really even care so much for the developers being there and taking five, ten minutes to talk. Like I, I love I like that stuff, but put that somewhere else. If I'm just here for the presentation, I just want to see trailer, 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 trailer. That, that that's me. I, that's how I like it. I, I, when you start breaking up with all that talking and shit, it kinda like slows down the momentum. Um but yeah, that's that's why that's what I think I like the most. It seems like it's definitely more of a quantity. But the thing I like the least is um, even though it feels like we get more in terms of like trailers and stuff like that, it's still I, I, to this day I, I still don't know how to tell you how they capture back like that magic of being able to fly out in person and interact with folks there and this that and the third. Like I still don't know how they fully do that yet. You know, it's funny because Apple just came out with that uh, VR headset thing or whatever like that. And when I see stuff like that or other different uh, advancements in VR, I know there's some avenues that they could take with that. But I know we're not there yet. <laughs> Please don't even, don't even try that. That's the only thing I could think of when it comes to, like, giving somebody an interactive experience aside from, like, polls on your phone. You know what I'm saying? But like to let somebody feel as though they're there in the same breath as how we kind of say, you know, it'd be really cool if one day you'd be able to pay your little subscription or whatever and just put on a headset and you're at course side at a video at a, at a game. It almost kind of feels like the same thing in a sense. Um, yeah. Not right, that, there, you know? yeah, that 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 last example you say, stated that definitely already exists and I've tried it and I understand that at some point the technology will get better. But like it's not anywhere near as good as actually yeah. the game so yeah. it's 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 rough but i i have a long-winded and complicated answer to your question um <laughs> so i'll let Nitty go first <laughs> all right so what i like and dislike about these modern showcases um what i do like you know now i go what chris said is like you know since it is a showcase that is presented online without a live audience there's less of that you know, uh, how do I explain it? Like, you like less, not delay, but like, I can't think of the word, but like, as I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, you know how in the past where they're like, less you know, of a buffer. Unless <laughs> they'll show uh, the trailer and then next thing you know, you see a guy walk out and he would like talk for like five to ten minutes. Oh yeah, this game's gonna be like about this, that, and the hood. And then it's like something you probably didn't need to see. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I kind of wish what they did was like I'm you know, I've been noticing a lot, you know, how and especially how you mentioned Chris was like, you know, you like how it's like all trailers and not as much gameplay. I kind of wish they did, like, you know, like, a little bit of gameplay, at least. Oh, no, no, I don't mind the gameplay. I just don't like when they stop it with the talking when those dudes come out and do all that. I want gameplay, too. (laughs) Like, I'm definitely with you, bro. Like, I did, you know, what I noticed more and more about the showcases is it's more about, you know, like, trailer to kind of capture, like, your attention or whatever. But then it's like, left with what's this game about like how's this game gonna play and i kind of wish they like would showcase more gameplay you know and i'll explain more what i mean later when we talk about the you know our reviews but that and another thing of doing this is like you know when you're just like watching the showcase and you hear the live audiences reactions (laughs) 
Oh, those used to be fun, but yeah, that's that last part <clears throat> is key. Um, okay. <laughs> so I'll start by saying this. <clears throat> I actually don't think that any shit, anything has changed. Like I, I don't know. They, they, they get, there's so many different ways to get into this, right? So the crux of your question is, like, we have this this new format of of digital showcases. I don't think this format's new at all, right? Um, I think generally speaking, most of these press conferences that that have existed, they haven't really let fans in. It's pretty much just been the press. And I understand, like, okay, yeah, like, like press may still have that kind of like level of interaction around seeing something, and you hear the oohs and ahs, you know, as it's being like digitally like beamed to us at home. But like generally speaking, you and I, people like you and I, have not been able to go to these types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, Xbox it has like changed that as of recently, with the exception of like this past showcase. Um, so like I think it gets kind of complicated around the idea of like a, a digital showcase. Um, so maybe I'm like complicating the question in my mind, but whatever. So I think there, there's there's two different ways that it can be done, right? <clears throat> Everything's all pre-recorded and it's just trailer, 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 you know, like just, just getting the content and information out that they need to get out to you and it's quick and easy and like accessible. And I love the way that Xbox did that in this, you know, this go around, like everything they showed off was well done. And I, you know, like the games themselves were good. They didn't put any constraints on themselves. I know I'm dabbling in like a review of the the showcase, but it's inevitable based off of the, the nature of the question. Um, and then there's the way that Ubisoft did it, which is the traditional like live, like, oh, okay, like there are there's media in the room. And that showcase overall was bad. Like they had a couple of really good games there. But that showcase is the tradition. That's the way that it's been done in the past. And that shit was a snore fest. And it's like also this this weird like dichotomy of, okay, we're showing like Just Dance to a bunch of like video game, like traditional looking video game reporters who don't give up two shits about Just Dance. So like there's like all this dancing and like vibing in the room. And then they cut to the audience and the audience is just sitting there like this. Like, <laughs> like that, that shit is bad <laughs> in my opinion. So I don't, like I, th- that's the stuff that I always hated about the traditional format, and I'm glad that we don't get that as much anymore. Like I, Ubisoft always feels like a bit off the mark whenever they have their showcases. Like you can expect maybe three like banger games that they'll show, mm-hmm. but then for the most part, it's like this weird like awkwardness of like trying to show rabbits and mario games and you know and just dance and so on and so forth it's like those games don't necessarily need to be marketed to to like the people who are watching those showcases so it always felt weird to me when they would show up um so i don't know ultimately to to break it all down my favorite part about these types of things is that we the, the people get to see these types of games and like you know get get access to seeing it from home um, and my least favorite part about it, I guess, is that some companies haven't figured it out yet. They haven't figured out the the proper formula. And I think we get a lot of like CG trailers. And I don't think that that's what people really want. Like, I think, again, to, to get into, you know, the Xbox showcase, I think the way that Xbox did it was really smart in that even though it caused some controversy, everything that they showed was either in-game or in-engine. And I think a lot of people didn't understand that. 
like going in, even though there's like, you know, like it showed it at the bottom. And sometimes obviously when you're focused on the content on the screen, you're not going to see the little things underneath that say in engine or in game and so on and so forth. But Fable, and, and I guess, again, we'll just transition into the, like our recap here, but Fable being like the best example of that, there's a lot of controversy around that this week. It was like, oh, well, you know, it was great that they, like I saw, I saw some people on IGN and I'm not going to lie to you, IGN's kind of becoming a joke to me, but um they were like oh yeah it was great that they showed off fable but like we didn't need the game re-announced like we need to see gameplay and it was like it says like right underneath like in game like this is the and then somebody later on came out and said like that was gameplay that like that literally is how the game looks it was captured on xbox series x that is gameplay minus like a ui right which i guess maybe they could have done a better job of like saying that but then i don't know how much better you can get than putting like in game at the bottom so i know personally when manny and i were watching it i was you know we were like is that like what is that exactly like is that the game because i'm looking at it and i'm like okay they're showing the scene where the, the big giant is like swinging at the the little person who i'm assuming is you the hero i'm like that looks like gameplay to me like the way it's moving looks like gameplay but it looks so beautiful that i not entirely sure like it looks almost cg-esque um but yeah i don't know it, it, it created like an interesting conversation around when you don't have it you don't have the experience as curated where you are just going trailer to trailer to trailer and you don't necessarily have somebody in between trying to tell you something like sometimes the message can get lost because there's only so much that you can put in a trailer without somebody narrating it to you so I'm curious what you guys think about that, like as we get into this conversation on the Xbox showcase. So Manny, I'll start with you. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's like it leaves a lot of confusion, especially like, you know, you see this Fable uh, trailer and, you know, Xbox says no CGI. And I can see why a lot of people might be confused and be like, oh, but this looks like CGI. But and that's why, why I kind of wish like and I'm sure they're probably not ready to show like gameplay gameplay yet you know that's why we got this in-game trailer um yeah i just kind of wish they like that i saw more in a sense of like instead of this like you know in-game engine trailer just more of just like just like how the spider-man 2 was where when they're showing like gameplay and like how the game ran and stuff like that i kind of wish i saw more of like that instead of like you know little cinematic <laughs> shots of the in-game you know so engine. Time so time so i, I want to make like I guess I know. I know it's probably no. It's no, no. Probably. I, I think I think it's important to distinguish the difference between all of those different things, right? So there's CG, which is like absolutely nothing to do with the game. There's in engine, which is like you're just using the same game engine to like show off a scene or whatever it is. And then there's in game, and in game, to my knowledge, is gameplay minus a UI. It's literally like as if I like you and I were just playing Diablo, right? It's like it's as if I just showed someone Diablo and took away all the UI around it. And I was like, hey, this is in-game. Like that is what I interpret as in-game. And and they were, and I, and I know for a fact that there is a distinction because there are other trailers that they showed off that said in-engine versus in-game. So in my eyes, in-game is the same as gameplay. And, I, and that's why I say like, it gets confusing because when you look at that trailer, in my eyes, like there was a there's a scene where she throws a fireball at someone and smacks him in the face. That looks like gameplay to me. But because it's so beautiful that it's like, wait, is that gameplay or is that just an engine? And then when they say in game, like to me, I'm like, okay, then that is gameplay, just minus a UI. 
So I don't know. So yeah, that's like, go ahead. I know what you mean. Like like I said, is I get that, but I'm more of just like you know, like a little five minute like playthrough of like a mission. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing, where like you just kind of see how like the game runs instead of like this little like cuts of like pieces of the game that like okay to show you the highlights, but like what does the game like look overall, not just like when it's at its best. Okay. I think that's common, I guess. But like I get it because like obviously this game's not going to come out to probably you know twenty twenty four twenty twenty five. So like. You know, like I get it. They're probably not ready to show that yet. They're, that's probably going to be something they might maybe show next year. But that, that's it. Like that's, I guess, like the great. Like we know what Fable is, so like, you know, we know how that's going to be. But like then the next game to show right after the South of Midnight, it's like you see this trailer. Like, yeah, okay, that but, I have. I feel like I have no idea what that game is. And that's, exactly. I think that's that's the difference, though. So like, I I agree having that complaint with South of Midnight. I don't mm-hmm. understand the complaint with Fable because I feel like I know what I'm getting out of Fable. Like I, like I feel like what they showed is kind of like this is actually me playing the game. All I all I have to expect soon is like a UI <laughs> that shows me like my health and like whatever mm-hmm. spells I can do or whatever. But outside of that, this looks like the game. I get what you're saying though, like a five minute, you know, like thing of of like actual gameplay like continuous gameplay would be nice so you understand what the moment to moment is but i feel like i understand what that is but then you go to that south of midnight game and it's thank you for that parallel um or that pivot i should say because that is the other side of it where it's like i have no idea what to expect from this game and i understand that it's an early like reveal so like we'll see more about it down the road but like all I understand is that this is the art style of the game because this is the game engine, but I don't know, like, I guess I'm going to be fighting some sort of monster, but I don't know how I'm going to be fighting it. Like, is this supposed to be action real time? Is it like some sort of, it, it could be a strategy game for all we know, you know, like there's no explanation of either or. So I don't know. Chris, what's yeah. your take on it though? On, um, on Fable and, you know, like the difference okay. between in, in, in engine, that type of stuff, like, on Fable, yeah, I think I'm kind of with you on the idea that I didn't understand a lot of the uh, a lot of the negativity, I guess, that I was reading everywhere. Um, if I'm being 100% honest, just based on the way that I think Xbox kind of, I don't want to say backed themselves into a corner, but somewhat backed themselves into a corner a couple years ago with that first showcase or whatever, when they showed us all the heat, but then didn't follow up. I think when you do that and then like you let a year or so pass and you don't really show stuff for a game, you almost have to kind of, it sucks to say, but you almost have to kind of re-announce to, to a degree, you know what I mean? Because people are going to forget, especially people who have never played Fable before. Mm-hmm. They saw that one thing that they saw before and then they didn't see anything for almost two years and it's like, oh yeah, oh, that is still coming out. So you, you, you do kind of have to do that. I know it's annoying for some people, but it's it's necessary, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, there are casual gamers. Um, so you got to do that. I didn't think what they showed was bad. Um, and this is coming from somebody who didn't really get to go too deep into Fable games because I got onto that shit late. And I think I had said a couple weeks ago, it was just a little too dated for me to truly like want to keep going in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even I could tell you just from seeing what they was doing, the, the humor and how the, the charm of the game and all that stuff is still very much there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the game itself, from at least a little bit that they showed on in terms of, um, no, it was in-game, in-game, but the, the cutscenes and all that stuff looks 
cool. I like the whole giant aspect thing that they showed off in the game. I thought that was cool because at first I didn't even I couldn't tell if it was actually Fable or not until they actually said it was Fable. Because for a second there, I was like, is this a whole new RPG? Like, what is this? Yeah. Is this one of those uh, Arietti type of situations where you're a small human that like <laughs> is a borrower and that's the game? Because I'm OK with that, too. If they did that the right way, that could actually be fun as well. Yeah. Um, but. No, nah, it ended up being Fable, and I, I don't know. I just kind of feel like we're gonna. This isn't the only time we're gonna see another reannouncement. Perfect Dark is gonna need this. Um, a, a good amount of those games are gonna need yeah. another. Well, thing, I, th- I think any any of the games that we got like a like a concept trailer for, yeah, they're gonna have to show off like something that looks closer to. I mean, again, that was gameplay in Fable. Like that literally was gameplay. So you know, it's like all right, that's this is what people want. <laughs> Is, is gameplay. This is what we're all asking for is gameplay. They literally did that with Fable. Like, I, I, I don't know. I I, I I still think it's weird. Like, the in-game tag, like, seems to trip people up. Like, this is gameplay. Uh, yeah. What I've noticed with that, it's kind of funny. So, this is a human nature behavior. I really, truly believe this. Mm-hmm. This is no different than somebody buying something at a supermarket, like a food, but they didn't really read what was on the food, and then they go home and cook said food, and then they're mad about all the stuff was in the food and how the the, the, the company tricked them, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, they no, did it. You just didn't fucking read. Yeah. Now, <laughs> did they put it in some some smaller font so that way they can kind of maybe go over your head with it? Yeah, that's their way of kind of getting around it. Well, but, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that because I, a good amount of them do do that, though. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about in regards to this, like this fable thing. Like I think it says in game at the bottom, and that's 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 just I think that's like an industry standard of like you put oh, it, something it at the it bottom is. to say like either like because I, I saw this a lot with other games too. It's like not not final game, like mm-hmm. still in development. This is just a concept, you know. Like they they that's just kind of the norm. You put it at the bottom, and I think that. I think for a lot of people, you may miss that stuff because, again, you're just focused on what's on the screen. Right. right. Like, I didn't see the in-game thing initially either, like, when we were first watching Fable because I was like, holy shit, like, this... A, I know this actor because I, I, I've seen him in a couple movies and he was in that uh, IT crowd uh, show. So, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I like seeing this actor. And I'm like, what game is this? So, like, so you're trying to figure that out. You're more concerned about what's on the screen so you may miss something that shows up for, like, five seconds at the beginning of the trailer. Um... And I, I, I just think I remember I was like, dude, what is this game? Is this gameplay? Because they had, you know, put out that announcement that said like no CG stuff. And I'm like, this looks so good. And then when you really think about it, it's like, well, yeah, this looks so good because this is made by Playground Games. They made one of the best looking games of this generation in Forza Horizon. It's not that surprising that they're fucking killing this graphically. So if they're if they're going to translate the similar engine and put that, you know, put like an action RPG on it, then. Yeah, it's it's gonna look fucking banging. I just I think it's it's one thing to make a car look good and make an environment look good, but the facial like detail, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a vibe. That's definitely a whole other vibe. But yeah, and I was just kind of more getting at the idea, like I like I know that they put that stuff up on there, but whenever I see stuff like that, whether it's food, whether it's video games, even movies, any kind of any of this stuff, it's always done in a way where it's like we're letting you guys know we did not do it. But we're not going to overtly be like, hey, this is what it is either. We're going to still kind of do it in a way where it does, it will go over some people's heads. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. how it works, you know? Um, like, if you go to Subway, it's crazy, man. Subway, when you buy a sandwich, right? And you look at the menu for the meat, 
it has calories and you think that that's the calorie for the whole sandwich but you're not adding in the separate calories from the bread right, you're yeah. not adding the all that stuff is separate and people don't do it that way mm-hmm. and the companies know this <laughs> you know what I'm saying so that's why I'm like I'm not mad at it because you know we pay attention to that shit but I'm just thinking about it from like a casual perspective they they're not doing that yeah 100%, um, 100%. I guess I'm a casual because I ain't paying <laughs> 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 well, I mean, but that proves the point even more, though, because if you're not a casual and it still affects you, then you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, but it's even I'm worse for somebody who is casual, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think, like, if you if you go back and look, like, through a fine-tooth comb of all these press conferences, right? Like, they have those little things under they, each game, They do. Right? They do. It's just, you know, certain companies do it a little differently. And I think that's one of those things where this, like, direct, like, uh trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer thing becomes a problem sometimes is that people miss certain things, right? And it's like, for as much as I did not like the format of that Ubisoft conference, when we eventually got to, like, the big games like um, Star Wars and Avatar and Assassin's Creed, it was like, there was somebody there talking you through the experience so you understood what was going on. It's literally like, um, you know, to, to bring it back to the Xbox stuff, the Starfield Direct, which was a major hit. Everybody loved exactly what was being shown off there, but it was like you were being talked through exactly what you were seeing, so you understood it better. You know, maybe maybe there's some questions that arise after the fact, but a lot of the time when I get a trailer and it's just hitting me over the head with information real quick, <clears throat> I feel like I have more questions than answers most of the time. Um, and Fable was... was is. Definitely something that left me a lot of questions, but I also got a decent amount of answers too. So like I wasn't too mad about that one. But then like you said, call it south or whatever, call it midnight, right? Was that what yeah, it was? call it midnight. Call it midnight, like south of midnight. South. Oh, of south of midnight. Yeah, there south you go. Of midnight. Um, yeah, like left me with way more questions. But I think that that's not necessarily bad for a game that's just getting introduced for the very first time. It's like you have to build intrigue too, right? So it's like, oh, well, what is this about? What am I going to get into? Like, this looks kind of cool. But then, you know, you pivot over to the the new game that um, In Exile is making, uh, Clockwork Clockwork Revolution, and they showed off a decent amount of that game. But that game's not coming for a long time. Like, we actually got full-on gameplay from that one too. And it looked like Bioshock. Like, Manny and I were, you know, both, both sitting there like, this looks familiar <laughs> in the best of ways. <laughs> like, super excited for that. So... I'm, you know, I'm excited to to play that game. That was another like hit in my eyes. Um, yeah, I don't know, just just uh, you know, without going through every single thing again, like I just feel like Xbox to me hit every note that I think it should have hit. And I think the thing that Xbox gets the luxury of doing that maybe some other companies don't or don't take the time to do is, okay, you know, we we said like sometimes going trailer, 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 trailer leaves more questions. But the thing is, Xbox has always done this for, for, for the last what five four years they've had like an extended showcase a couple of days later where they really do more deep dives with certain games so like avowed was one <clears throat> avowed you know we, we got like actual gameplay this time around i was like damn okay it looks a lot different than um you know when we first saw it and i was like i'm not sure how i feel about it like that, that might have been one of the like disappointments for lack of a better term of the showcase for me because I, I saw Avowed and I was like, damn, it doesn't look, doesn't have that like dark tone that it had the first time we saw the trailer, but mm-hmm. I'm still like, yeah. this is still interesting to me. Like it still looks kind of like their Skyrim. So, you know, we'll see what Obsidian does. And then 
like actually getting to sit down with it at the extended showcase with one of the directors was talking about the game and you know like uh outlining certain things and t- explaining to us the scope of the game and this that, and the other and i was like all right this is what i needed like now i'm like more excited for the game again maybe not as excited as when i didn't know that much but like you know i'm i'm interested now even though the art style is a little uh more color i don't know like it's it's definitely colorful. Yeah, like more colorful than <laughs> I was expecting. Like, I was yeah. definitely expecting something darker, but, like, I'm like, this still looks cool. And, you know, obviously, there's a Game Pass factor to it. Like, I don't, there's no um, risk in trying it, so I'm, I'm probably going to check it out. But uh, it's it's just, it's funny how that works. And it, it's funny how, like, again, the I guess the the Game Pass factor plays, plays a role where it's like, yeah, of course, I'm going to download that when it comes out. Like, you know, I'm going I'm to check it out. So uh, Avowed was a good one. And then obviously in the, in the extended showcase, they even had like other little announcements too. Like, you know, well, we got announcements that like certain games are, were coming to Game Pass or certain games are just coming to Xbox, like the Phasmophobia game. Super excited about that one finally coming to Xbox. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I like the way they, they did things around this week. And I wish that some other developers gave themselves time for that. Like did, you know, did a... a a showcase where they just showed off a bunch of cool stuff and then like later on sat down with each developer and like you know we actually got like full-on gameplay if they could do the full-on gameplay like if it was something that you know because some of these games are too far out and it's like we're not really ready to show you that much so you know we'll just keep it out a, a quick little trailer i just I, I like the way the xbox did it in general but were there any uh, any other games we didn't talk about that, you know, Chris, you in particular, you know, since we didn't see you on the stream, anything else that caught your eye from the showcase? Um, we'll get to start within a second, so. Oh, that's, that's uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Conversation. <laughs> I know, I definitely know. Um, anything else that caught my eye? Um... Oh, Chris, come on. Hold on, I know there's something else. Let me just pull up the list right quick, because, mm-hmm. hold on. Surprised you don't notice from the top of your head, man. I was Hold up, bro. Hold up. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to say this off rip. I'm going <laughs> to say this one off rip. I got very excited to see what we get from the Cyberpunk DLC. Mm. Super, super excited for that. Um, I don't care, man. I'll be in the minority. I, I, I loved Cyberpunk, even with the bullshit. It was one of my favorite <laughs> games of last year, for sure. Or was it last year? Year before last year. Before last year. Wow. Before last year. My fault. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that is crazy, right? Shit. I had a ball with that game, bro. That was my shit. Um, and I was watching another video, and um, this guy was breaking some shit down. He was like, "This this can also be looked at like yes, it's DLC, but this is almost a little bit of a reboot in a sense for what they're they're doing over there." And I'm like, "100%." That's cool, you know. It's this is exciting because maybe the game comes out like even better than we thought it was gonna be beforehand. And like I, I don't know, some people try to sit here and say like Cyberpunk is dead. It's not dead. I don't think that game is dead at all. Um, I think it's just one of those games where people are just waiting for some new content, literally just sitting on standby. Like, all right, we're here, we're waiting, we're definitely gonna see what's good with it. I, nah, I don't think that game dead. I think as soon as that DLC drops, actually, I expect to see a lot of people streaming and everything at least for a week. At least for a week, you know, it might not have stayed for long, but no, nah, that game ain't dead, bro. Ain't no way. Yeah. You know, I, I will give, uh, I'm not going to give them a lot of credit because I still don't think it's where it needs to be, but I'll give them credit in terms of sticking it out and not just giving up on the game that could have easily been given up on because a lot of other devs will do that. <clears throat> Anthem. Um, 
And um, yeah, no, no, that was that was that was really cool to see. I'm very very excited. Idris Elba's character looks pretty cool. I'm saying, um, I didn't hear nothing about no co-op though. The only thing I'm, yeah. uh, they promised that they promised that when it first came out. It's been a few years. That that looks like game they, the top I, of me, man. I think they alluded to the fact that the multiplayer, like they're pivoting. What you know, I, I think it's I think it's gonna go down a little differently. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll we'll see where it goes, but um, I I think they they pretty much said. Like, without saying it out loud, like yeah. co-op, multiplayer, all that stuff, they're gonna end up having to do it differently. And I think it's largely because of how the game was received. Like, I, you know, like that that it flopped and it had so many bugs. I think they have no choice but to like re-examine everything. So yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I can't be too mad about it. But yeah, I, I I will say that a lot of the people who said that they played that DLC do feel like it is a reset. Like it's a different game in a lot of ways like they may actually have <clears throat> not only achieved their original vision but exceeded it in some ways so that's good right. to hear um it definitely seems like it's it's more than just a traditional dlc because like what it's going to be 40 dollars, and uh, there's there's some complications around it and whatnot so excited to see that one for sure um excited to see payday 3 uh, get shown off at the showcase i'm really glad that it's going to be in game pass that's that's like a big get for for microsoft for sure um, and even even beyond the showcase, before we jump into the Starfield stuff, because that's that's definitely something I want to talk a, a lot more about, especially with you, Chris. Um, Microsoft announced that they are having a partnership, or they have a partnership now with uh, People Can Fly, the studio that made Outriders, and then also made Bulletstorm, and they're they're going to be working on a AAA game. So that that wasn't part of the conference, and they they seem to have come out with that news a little bit after the fact. So you know. That's gonna be a while before we actually see something about it, but you know, still cool, cool to know that it exists. Like I think yeah. um, Matt Booty, the head of Xbox Game Studios, was talking a lot about game development nowadays, and you know that that some companies used to be able to turn around a game in in like three years, or whatever. And like he said, that's not realistic anymore. It's gonna be like six year timeframes for for games to come out now. You know, like as a as a standard, right? There are plenty of games that take that long too, and you know, some take ten years. You know. Like like GTA, and so on and so forth. But they said at the the base of it, six years. I'm like, damn, that's that's crazy. But at the same time, games are getting more and more complicated. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You'd have to think that if a game is starting development now, it's probably not going to see this generation of Xbox. It would be the next one. Um, so that's probably that's crazy. yeah. That's, that's probably assuming assuming that People Who Fly hasn't started work yet on the game. I think that's exactly what we're going to be getting out of this new uh, partnership. Is that something that's coming on the next generation of Xbox? So that's that's nuts. But then at the same time, you know, Xbox seems to have some stuff in the back catalog. Like in that same uh, interview with media, Matt Booty did say, you know, they're looking at a place where they're going to have four first party games come out per year you know like like kind of what we talked about before like ideally one per quarter and that's a that's at a minimum at a minimum that's another great thing for xbox because you know we've been talking about it for a while now right they don't have games the games that they that they've dropped have you know they've, they've had some level of disappointment here or there around like redfall as an example and um yeah i don't know they need this they needed the showcase they needed to like have this momentum you know going into the Really, this the summer into the fall, um, I, I think they're in a good place, thankfully. But the big one, the big thing that we really want to talk about around Xbox is definitely Starfield. So, Chris, 
since you weren't here, I do want to get your your thoughts on on Starfield as a whole. There's definitely a lot to talk about. I love the the presentation of that um, that Starfield Direct. Like, I think that's that's a really great way to show off a game, and I you know I want to hear the points that you loved about it. Man, um, just really quickly too. I hope that at some point we get something for like that for Hellblade. Not as long. It doesn't have to be as extensive. But I would love to hear more explanation for some of the things with Hellblade, especially for people who are new to the franchise, because I'm pretty sure they're a little lost on what's going on with some things in the game. Um, but if we're talking about Starfield, man, that ships, man. That game has the potential to be probably one of my most favorite games, if not the best game I've ever played. The potential. I saw some things that made me go, wow. Just in terms of customer, uh, customer, character uh, <laughs> customizations, ship customizations, world building, creatures, uh, the way how it seems like they've set up the perk system. It seems so much less convoluted than it was in like Fallout 76 and some of these other games where you got to get a pack of cards and you got to like match shit. It seems like a regular perk tree, like how it used to be back in Skyrim and stuff. But I'm so happy for that i don't like complicated perk trees man like i know i get my balls busted sometimes because i'm no guy that will sit there in character customizations and all that stuff for a decent amount of time to get my shit to look right but when it comes to the perks and stuff you give me loadouts and make it simple to use let me save certain sets and shit like that so that way i don't have to go back and constantly be all right take this off put this here i don't like that that shit's clunky and it's not fun um they cleaned up the combat, man. Like the gunplay looked way better in this trailer that we got. Um, the the Bethesda charm, I think, finally shown through in this particular trailer, especially with that uh, the portion about the 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 biggest fan mission or whatever. Yeah. And he ran up. Is it truly you? I'm like, yo, that's that's Bethesda. This is a Bethesda in a nutshell. Even how he ran up, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is funny. But that's exactly what I expect, you know? Like, oh, man, the weapon customizations. Like, Fallout games and uh, even uh, the Elder Scroll games, they got a lot of stuff in them already, especially Fallout. The 76 had gotten to a point where you could customize a lot of stuff with your weapons already. For them to say that this is a game where they put far more weapons in it than ever and more customizations to the weapons than ever... Damn, man, it, this this has to be like extensive because they have a lot already, you know. So like, um, Jesus, man, I can only imagine. And you know, when you played Fallout, uh, there was only like what that one weapon that was considered to be alien, the alien blaster, the mm -hmm. one that you would find like in that mission or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm just thinking about if you look at how they're they're, they're handling this game so far, down to the way the ships are being handled the way how they're really trying to make sure that the creatures on the planets and stuff look like bizarre, never-before-seen iterations of certain things or whatever. If if they're going that far with all these things, I have to imagine they're doing the same thing with the weapons. So I'm excited about that, man. I'm excited to be able to try Zero Gravity with gra grenade launchers and with uh, precision weapons and shit like that. Like, that's different. They didn't really show none of that shit, but you know what's also in the game. Um... Man, there's a lot to be excited about, man. A lot. The whole, the ship stuff, man. Getting on other people's ships and doing what you want to do. You could just completely just be an asshole. 
which that's I'm here for that. You know, I love when games let you just be a dick when you want me to just be a dick. That's cool. Um, The only concern I have, and I think I told you guys this was my concern about how the game is going to function with the whole world building mechanic that they keep trying to tell us is what they do. And I, I, I have to see it in action in order for me to say, all right, this is a smooth experience. Um, and I'm also concerned with the idea that because they're doing a world building thing, they're probably going to be building from certain resources that, that get repetitive a little bit. So, for example, I'm assuming that you're going to see certain creatures on one planet that you're going to see on a whole other planet somewhere else, too, because they can't have an infinite amount of just creatures that they can just build just because you're on a new planet. I don't think they're going to do it that way. Um so not saying I don't believe in them because they've taken a while to, to to engineer whatever they got going on, but it's also Bethesda and people know Bethesda is good for some bugs. And th- if I had to pick one thing that that would give me bug vibes, just thinking about it, it would be that. Yeah. Um, they have gone on record to say that, um, like, if the game released today, it would be it would have the least bugs out of any Bethesda game ever created. Bold statement. <clears throat> I was about to say it remains to be seen, bro. I can't oh, take that one at face value. But at the same time, why say it? <laughs> why why exactly. say it? Uh, I don't know. I, it's, I mean, we have to. We also have to put it into perspective, right? This game was delayed a year, and that put, it could be exactly why it was delayed a year to make sure that it didn't have as many bugs or whatever. So, yeah. it's possible. My, I mean, Microsoft was one of the people who were like, "Yeah, let's let's give it the time if we need to give it the time." So. Yeah, this is Microsoft's baby right here. This is like this is the one that we spent the money for, bro. Make sure this shit right. Yeah, and I mean they're, they're, they've been they've been pretty clear about it. They they're actually hands on with it, you know. Like they weren't hands on with Redfall, you know, like to their detriment, obviously. Um, I think if they were more hands on with it, it probably would have got pushed back too, but um, or pushed back more, I should say. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it seems like they're definitely like betting the farm. With Starfield, and it seems like they're pretty involved with it. Like, what what do they call it in the showcase? The most important RPG ever, and you know, it it, it does look. Like, yeah, it really does. It looks like it has the potential to do that. Like, I remember, you know, at one point, um, you know, Manny and I were, were watching it, and I was like, I think I had literally said this. It was like, yo, if if they deliver on all these promises, this is game of the year. Like, easily, this will this will actually beat out uh, Tears of the Kingdom as game of the year. And that's crazy because everybody was already like, yeah, it's 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 set in stone, done deal. Da, 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 da. And now everybody saw the, the Starfield Direct and they're like, well, hold on a second. We might mm-hmm. actually have a conversation here. So, oh, man, like it's it, they have a lot to deliver on. Now, with all that being said, you know, because uh, it, would, it wouldn't be a Microsoft like win without some controversy behind it right uh you know a lot of people are talking about this whole 30 frames per second versus 60 frames per second conversation again um you know a lot of people are trying to shit on it saying oh well like it's not running 60 frames so like you know this is a problem this is this this is that i don't know how you look like trust me i would love for this game to be running at 60 frames per second on an xbox would love it i don't know how you look at all the shit that they just outlined in that direct and say yeah, this this could be sixty frames. Like I just, there's so much going on, like thousands of planets, like this and the other, you know, like a lot of procedural generated stuff, like deep combat, um, deep customizations. Like seems like going to be deep stories. Like Bethesda's building like bigger worlds than they've ever built before, right? Like like a whole planet, in essence, could be the size of like 
Fallout or, or a Skyrim game, right? And now we're, we're talking about multiple planets, multiple systems. It doesn't shock me that the game had to be limited to 30 frames per second. Even though it kind of sucks, it's like weird for people. I, I don't know. Like I, I would be shocked if this game ran properly at 60 frames on like one of the beefiest of PCs. Like I think that it's it's a it's a CPU issue, and I think that you can run into those issues regardless of if you're on PC or you know or whatever it is. So, as much as I would love for it to be 60 frames, I would much rather it be locked at a frame rate. Because I think, like, in, there was an interview where Todd Howard said, like, yeah, you know, we got it to run higher than 30 frames per second, but we had to lock it to 30 so that it's consistent across the board. And I think some people had mentioned, like, even in the direct, that there was some moments where it, like, there were frame drops or whatever. Mm-hmm. I personally didn't see that, but, you know, I, I saw a lot of people say it, so, I, you know, I'll take it at face value. I'm sure those things will get ironed out before the game comes out. Because um, yeah. if it can run at, if, if they can get it to run at 60, but it dips, like, I'd rather it just be at 30 and it just be a better game or as good of a game as it possibly can be. Um, I mean, Manny's our resident PC guy. So when the game oh, comes out, you know, we'll, we'll have him let us know, you know, is it, is it running yeah, at the full, the full 60? Well, the problem is, is like, you know, like nowadays we're facing with, a lot of um, what is it called? PC ports being buggy, like Star Wars and what? Diablo wasn't the bad PC port, right? I don't no, think so. It was Star but, Wars like, and another. There was another game. I don't remember which uh, one. Last okay, of I us. remember the game. Yeah, the last one. Okay. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> there's gonna be probably like a couple bugs on PC. You know, like they might say, "Oh, it's like." perfect on console but you know you can never run away with optimization when especially everybody's you know builds is diverse so i'm gonna feel like this i I feel like the majority of people that do complain aren't you know console gamers or like the casual gamer i feel like they're more of like you know either pc master race people who always try to shit on consoles or like maybe like the other side where it's like PlayStation, Sony ponies. Oh, they can't run 60 frames. Huh? But like coming to this game, this game is probably going to be running on Series X 4K Ultra. You know what I mean? Like when you compare it to PC graphics. And <clears throat> unless you're running a 4090 or whatever, you're not really going to see that like, you know, good performance. So, you know, good luck getting your fucking 4K Ultra 30 frames on a 2070 or 1660 that a lot of these people complain like the people that are going to be complaining this game on pc are probably going to be like having to mess with the settings they're probably not going to be able to reach 4k because of how like you know huge this game is and if you do you know what i mean like you know good for you like you know you probably got like a crazy ass build to pc but how i look at this is like i play games like god of war you know, Star Wars Jedi uh, Survivor on, like, the fidelity mode, you know? Like, I and I don't mind, dude, because they're story games, and this is what it is. This is a story game, so... Mm-hmm. Unless it's really bad, you know, which I don't see, like, if they can block of 30 frames per second, you know, that's great. Because there's plenty of great 30 frames per second games that I've enjoyed. Like I said, God of War, and... Star Wars was a little buggy, but like, no, it still didn't bother me per se. It's not like I'm playing a first person, like, fast paced shooter. Yeah. So I'll say this. Um, the only argument against those, like, again, 
be very clear on my position on this. I don't care. I'm perfectly fine with it being at 30 frames because of all the things that they're promising. Um, but the only thing I would argue is it's in essence functions like a shooter, and I prefer my shooters to be at 60 frames. So even though I don't necessarily see this as a shooter game, they they did show me a lot of combat that actually did feel like a good first person shooter. Um, and I would probably prefer to have the, like those portions running more at 60 frames than anything. But I have a, I have a question actually in regards to that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do y'all think that, it, that it's going to be as affected as, as in terms of the combat? Do you think it's going to be affected like how we think it's going to be, given the fact that a lot of the combat's going to be with that zero gravity shit? Because I feel like when you're doing the zero gravity stuff, you're moving slower already by default. So I could see the the explosions and the environmental stuff, you know, being affected by being at 30. But if your character's moving slow while you're in the air or whatever, is it truly something that's like, you know what I'm saying? I think it, it doesn't. Se- I think it would still matter because to me. Like, if I think about when I'm playing, like, even a game now at 120, right? It's not necessarily my movement in space. It's, like, me using my right stick to look around and shoot somebody very quickly. So, like, input type shit. Right. Like, I, I think right. I think that's more, like, because what you're talking about in the slow motion stuff, like, you're only moving in slow motion, like, through, like, space, right? Mm. As opposed to, like, your character looking at, somebody you know aiming basically what i'm saying aiming isn't going to be affected by by you being in zero gravity only your movement through the spaces so like it it would still matter being at 30 frames per second versus 60 frames per second versus 120 like you're still snapping on enemies to shoot them quickly um it's just that i guess in my mind i don't view i don't actually view this as a shooter it's not like in the same way as like cyberpunk is a shooter to me so I guess I don't think it would matter that much, but I won't know until I play it. I just feel like I'm accepting this 30 frames per second thing because I think this game is so fucking immense that, like, how how do you get it at 60 frames on these these boxes? There's plenty of other games that don't necessarily hit the mark at 60 frames, and they're not even doing half of what Starfield is doing. So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, like we'll I said, it's a... My bad, I'm sorry to cut you off, but, yet. like, it's a story game in the end. And... You know, like I said, a lot of people that are complaining are like those people that are, you know, like heavy into maybe competitive games or PC games. Mm -hmm. And I get it. It's like 60 frames. You know, a lot of people think it should be the standard. But like at the same time, it's like. I feel like the the casual gamer is not going to mind because, you know, they don't really look for that stuff. As long as the game runs smooth and it's not like really buggy or jittery mm-hmm. i feel like you know overall it's going to be received well especially with the casual audience you're probably going to get those one or two people be like oh this is 30 frames per second who cares but right. like, yeah, overall as long as the overall audience enjoys the game for what's it you know what's brought to you then it's not really going to matter yeah i agree i agree with you i mean i think one of the examples that you know a lot of people talked about was like you look at tears of the kingdom right that game Again, everybody lauded it as being an you know, amazing game. It was like a front runner for game of the year. And that game is r- running at below 30 frames per second, really. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I think it's a non-issue at this point, but I am super excited for that game. I cannot wait to see more. Uh, and we could, we could have a whole episode on Starfield, but I, I do want to push forward a little bit. Um, 
just because we have two other things I want to get into real quick. As far, yes, as far as the uh, Ubisoft showcase, um, uh, two other you know space based games. So first one I want to get into actually is Avatar. Um, the the uh, Avatar. I forgot what it's some something Pandora, right? So I, I, I'm not even gonna not even gonna go that deeply into the name, but the Avatar yeah. game. We finally got some some uh, gameplay on it, and personally, I I think a lot. There's a lot of people who are like excited for this. I think it's weird. I find yeah, it to be very weird. <laughs> like like it's kind of cool that you know like you can hop on. Um, I I'm so disconnected from the Avatar world. I I I, I haven't seen the second movie. I don't actually think I want to see oh, the second damn. movie. I, like even though it's streaming now, like I don't want to sit down for three hours and watch that. Like I just yeah, that's the only thing. It's a good movie. It's just long, dude. Like I, I just don't think it's. Here's the thing, right? Is it good enough for three hours? That's really what I like. My question is. See, that's a tough question because I rarely think any movie is good enough for three hours. It's it, it's so rare. I could count on my hand how many movies that I think three hours was worthy for. You know, um, I, I think that the other side of the the because like what what Batman was pushing three hours right, Almost. and I hated that too. It was like, yeah, bro, that, cut nah, some of this that shit was, no, 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 I, no, I love that movie. That yeah, was... I love that movie. So that's that's the thing is like every time I hear, just to make the comparison, right? Because I I don't think there is necessarily, but just to make the comparison, the things that I loved about the Batman movie was the story and you know all the different things that were going on. Every time I hear somebody talk about the Avatar movie, it's about it looks so beautiful, and it's like I don't. Karen, I'm not gonna sit for three hours because it just looks beautiful. So like, if you're telling me the story is good, the story is actually like solid. All right, I'll probably you know in addition yeah, to the it's not riveting enough for three hours. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So it's like if if you if you tell me the the story is riveting enough and the, the visuals are good and you pair those two together, I'll sit there for two hours or three hours. Sorry, um, but. I don't know. You're gonna have to catch me on a certain day, or I'm, I'm gonna have to split that up into two like viewing sessions myself. Yeah, I do think you should watch it at some point if you ever plan to watch any of the future sequels because it sets those up are, nice. If the future sequels are three like hours, five. I'm not watching them either. Bro, they already said it got like the oh, yeah, we got the last avatar already has a release date yeah. 2030. Whoa, yeah, they're, they're going to milk that cow. But if that shit is another three hours, I'm not watching. I'm sorry, I'm not watching it. I'm just not. It, it depends for me because, like I said, like the way how they're setting certain things up. The family dynamics are gonna start to really become a thing. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm actually really excited to see what they do going forward. Okay. Really, really excited to see. Because the first movie was set up to in a way where it was like you're, you're introducing Jake Sully. This second movie is kind of like a 1.5, if I really am being honest. But hmm. it was more about his kids and his in that life. Gotcha. Now I think going forward they don't have to establish any of that anymore. Now they go full speed. You know, so. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, I'm curious and I, I may get to it at some point. So, you know, maybe I'll, I'll come back on the podcast and be singing a completely different tune. I hope so. <laughs> Cause I, you know, I want to, I want to be interested in that type of stuff. But I mean, then again, I went and I went, I went to go see the flash like yesterday and I fucking wasted two hours. Two and For real? Hours. It's bad. Yeah. Oh, I had a lot of hope for this one. It looked so good for the trailer. I'm gonna tell right, you, I'll give it like a, I'll give it like a six point five, leaning to seven. And I was, I was t- telling these guys before, like, 
I know we're getting off on a tangent, but I'll just say this real quick and get back to the game. <laughs> so <clears throat> when I went to see it, and as I was watching it, I really enjoyed watching it. When I left the movie theater and I was thinking on different parts of the movie, I was like, that shit was stupid. <laughs> like often, oftentimes I was like, that shit was stupid. So yeah, 6.5 for me. Um, but I, I still say everybody should go see it. I didn't Damn, but wasn't everybody like my bad? I'm sorry. I know you want to like go back to the game, but it wasn't everybody like, oh, this is a must. Exactly. Or, oh, I, I can see why they kept understand it. I don't <laughs> understand all of those conversations because, as far as I'm concerned, Ezra Miller needs to get kicked to the, the goddamn curb. He doesn't need to be the Flash. He doesn't need to be associated with any of this shit anymore uh, because of all the stuff that he's done, and also just the fact that I don't think he's a great Flash. I don't think he's a great Barry Allen. But whatever. Back to the games. Back to the games. <laughs> so, as far as the Avatar thing goes, it's another. The presentation of it is another six point five for me. I did not. I did not care for it. I thought it was kind of weird. Um, I thought there were some cool elements in the sense that you could like fly with your like personal. I, I don't know what the creature is called, but the one of the things you can fly around on. Thought that was cool. Um, but like seeing the combat, like and seeing all the the Navi running around with guns. I don't know. It just like seemed weird to me. I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I may need to see a lot more from that game or like actually get a hands-on demo from, for me to really be sold on that one. So, uh, Chris, I mean, I'm going to start with you on this one since you have watched the movies and you seem you know pretty interested in them. What did you think about that stuff? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat in terms of like it looks interesting to a degree, but I definitely would need to see more, um, especially in terms of the combat. Um but it does seem like it has some 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 stuff in it that is interesting. Like there's a there's a mounting system with some of the animals on the planet. It seems like you're able to do all the same linking to any kind of creature as you were able to do in the movie. Um, some of the stuff I saw from the trailer does remind me of some of the things you see in the second movie for sure. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's just I just didn't see enough. Y- y'all know how I be when it comes to like these movies and video game adaptations. Like, it's only a handful of them, Johns. I think that actually work. It does seem like they put more effort into this than some of the older examples I could give you. But yeah, jury's out still. Jury's out. I'm still here to see more trailers. I'm still definitely here to see what else they say. It just didn't feel like they gave us enough meat for me to be like, um, it's a must buy. I, I can't say that yet. Yeah, nah. I, honestly, not now that we're talking about it again, I think I want to go back and like watch. I'm definitely going to go back and watch the Star Wars one because I, I really enjoyed that one. We're going to get to that in a second, but I want to go back and sit down and watch that, that Avatar one because I, I just felt like as I was watching, I was like, this is not doing anything for me. And I know that I'm not, I guess I'm not the target audience because I'm not, I don't care that much for the movies. Like I thought the first movie story was whatever. I just thought it was like a beautiful movie as well, like visually, but like it didn't really do much for me. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not the target demographic, but at some level, you would think that they would make an interesting game. I, I don't know. I, I will say this much. I'll give credit to to Massive, Massive Entertainment, the, um, the same people who make uh, The Division, because they're making this game and they're making the Star Wars game. <laughs> and that's really hard to do to put out like two, you know, like back, basically making these like simultaneous AAA games at the same time. Star Wars seems to be slightly different beast. And um, I guess, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have anything more to say about Avatar. So I guess we can kind of pivot into that. Star Wars seems to be a slightly different beast because I think that's like an all hands on deck thing. Like I think Massive is the lead developer, but they, they were, I think they got on stage saying like, 
a bunch of different sister studios are going to be involved in, you know, making the Star Wars Outlaws game. And I felt like that game presented so much better to me. It was like, I don't, I was under the impression that this game wasn't going to have anything to do with like the force or any of that type of stuff. And that you were just going to be like a traditional person, you know, especially when they showed off the, the Outlaws trailer at the Xbox showcase. And then actually seeing the gameplay on the, at the Ubisoft one, I was like, all right, yeah, this is what I'm expecting. I'm more of like a like a Han Solo, like a smuggler, or, you know, whatever. And I think like, you know, we already have the Jedi game. We already have <clears throat> uh, Fallen Order and Fallen, uh, and Survivor. Let that live on on its own. There's so many different areas of the Star Wars universe to explore. Like, I'm cool with something different like this. You know, eventually I think, we, you know, we need to get that Mandalorian game too. But, you know, whoever makes that, they'll make it at that time. But this Star Wars game, um, the way it was open world, the gunplay, some of the stealth stuff, um, the character interactions, like, I just, I was like, I want to see more. Like, I, I like this. This is like the, this could be one of the best things that Ubisoft has going for them. Because right now all they're doing is like trying to milk the fucking Assassin's Creed games and like just dance. Like, this could be one of those games that brings them back to like, you know, a, a, a top tier developer or top tier pl- uh, publisher. Um, so, I like what I'm seeing from Star Wars, but Manny, what was your take on the Star Wars stuff? Yeah, I agree. Like, this... I don't... Like, it's just crazy. Because, like, the combat looks cool, you know, like, and like you mentioned, you know, a lot of people are probably like, oh, I want lightsabers, whatever. But this actually, like, the gameplay, like, the, you know, like, take out the Star Wars title and everything, like, this shit still looks fire. Like, I'll play this all day. Like, you know, it's pretty cool how you can have your little buddy do, like, things for you, distract oh. enemies, even take down enemies. The gunplay is fire, in my opinion. Like The wanted I system, also, too. I remember exactly, you talking about that. Yeah, the wanted mm. system, being chased around, like, actually feeling like a bounty hunter. I can't wait to actually see how this all works out. Like, you know, I have to, like, look over my shoulder every five minutes of what I do, depending on how I present myself in the game. Like, if you can, like have so much i guess like freedom on what you do with your character and like that also like has backlash and consequences like mm-hmm. you know so much that can potentially happen in this game and you know just like the vehicle combat and all that stuff the fact that you can just you know fly in space and combat as well just everything about the game is so so fire i can't wait to get my hands on it and i'm you know even more excited the fact that it's on game pass so is it on Game Pass? That's actually a question I, that that I I had. swear on the game showcase, Phil Spencer said something about team, you know, when they're like doing the little thing in the end, said, Oh, everything she Game Pass and glad that we're teaming up with Ubisoft. Right. I swear you said right. that. No, so I, I remember that. But I feel like there was some confusion about it after the fact where it was like his words either got misinterpreted or like the I don't know. I, we need to investigate that because I'm not entirely sure if it's on Game Pass. I think it'd be dope if it is, but I also think like if I'm Ubisoft, why would I do that? Because I have Ubisoft Plus and I would just want people to get Ubisoft Plus instead of putting it on Game Pass. So I'm mm. I'm going to question that one. We're going to put a little asterisk there. Okay, I'm looking at the, the Xbox website and it doesn't say Game Pass Day 1. So yeah, so, I guess it could be wrong. Yeah, I, I, either, either Phil misspoke or I think a lot of people took what he was saying out of context. Because I remember okay. I, I did think when he said that, I was like, oh shit, that's kind of dope. But then I, but then like after the fact, it was like a lot of confusion around it. So I will be getting mm-hmm. Ubisoft Plus. 
once those games come out, once the Avatar game comes out, once that comes out, because then I'll, you know, then I'm able to play those games with no commitment in essence, because I don't want to, I don't want to shell out seventy dollars. You know, I'll shell out. Bars. Yeah, I'll shell out fifteen dollars for the month so I can try them. But um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they chill out with that seventy dollars per game thing now with games that aren't like hitters, hitters. Like even yeah. like, even though that's the thing, like even though Starfield is like in Game Pass, I would shell out like seventy dollars easily. Like y'all would get me on that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Games got to be worth it for sure. Like Diablo, absolutely. Diablo Four, like like damn near a perfect um like game in its style. I don't know what that style of, they call it action RPG, but I don't know what that style exactly is with the, the camera angles and all that stuff. But that's like a perfect game in that genre. I'll show it. I showed out seventy dollars. You know, I'm, I'm comfortable. Actually, I think I showed out eighty because I want to get the entire <laughs> whatever. Point is, oh, it's worth it. You know. So if if you're doing it right, I'll I'll pay the money. But um, but yeah, as far as Star Wars goes, man, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more about it. Uh, a, it's Star Wars, so you already got me there. But then like the the gameplay just looks great. It looks great, and I think it it shows another example of. It's great that um. Lucas Films or Lucas Arts or whatever they call themselves now, or in essence Disney, we'll say Disney, decided that they weren't just gonna allow only EA to have a license to the game. You know, they're they're spreading it out so other studios can go out and make something great. And I think that's fantastic. That's exactly how it should be done. Um, and they, they did a great job with that with some of the Marvel stuff too. Like, you know, we know that Sony's making a great Spider-Man game, but you know, looking forward. To, oh, that's 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 another thing. EA, we need to see what they're gonna do. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing that. There's a rumor that they're going to have a showcase in July, but I want to see that Iron Man game that EA is putting out too, you know? Like, um, you know, obviously we had the, the Guardians of the Galaxy game. That was really well done um, from, from Square Enix. Like, you know, being able to have different developers creating games in a, in a universe, whether it's Marvel, whether it's um, Star Wars, like, it's great. I'm, you know, we don't want it locked down to one studio. So good to see. Um, but yeah, I think that those those are definitely the big highlights of the week. I I really couldn't think of even though there were a lot of other things that were shown off. There's definitely a lot of like cool indie games that were shown off and stuff like that. But nothing nothing else this week. It would have been nice to have an EA show off something. I thought Konami was gonna show off something, but they I don't know where that showcase went to. Capcom showcase was kind of kind of a wash. I, I remember when I tuned in, they were showing like Ace Attorney, and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Instantly, Jesus, Uh, I don't want to hear it unless it's Marvel versus Capcom again. That's all these new characters that came out, and y'all ain't made a new game yet. Like, that's wild to me, bro. Wild, but like, mad new characters. I think Capcom did show off that Pragmata game, um, but then they, they really what they did was show off that it was delayed, so like, I don't, I don't really care about that, you know. I don't know If, if it's not, if it's not Power Stone, if it's not. Um, uh, Resident Evil, you know, like I'm trying to see something bigger, you know, like y'all already, you, you kind of like blew your load when you showed off the, the Dragon Dogma game beforehand at the, mm, the yeah. Sony thing. It's like, y'all could have held that, you know, that would have been a nice little announcement, but yeah, it is what it is. We'll see what else they got going on for the rest of the uh, summer. Cause you know, they're, they're sprinkling some stuff out there. So we'll see what Ubisoft has to say. Um, Nintendo's yeah. supposed to have something, another direct coming soon. It'd be great if we could get a Switch Two announcement, but um, but yeah, I, I think that's what that's what we got for now for the summer. But I'm looking forward to some more stuff. The w- one thing I will say, as far as disappointments from these showcases, is I don't think we we have much to play this summer. Like, 
like granted, I'm, I'm probably going to be absorbed in Diablo for most of the summer, so it is what it is. But like, I don't think we've, we're even getting like that many, you know, high-profile indie games uh, coming out over the summer. Even like everything is seems like it's really truncated between September and October. Um, and yeah, I would love you know to get a little bit of stuff spaced out. I don't even remember them talking much about anything coming out in November. So like. What's going on there? I feel like November's always been a big gaming month. Yeah, that's a little odd. Yeah, I mean, I don't. We don't even have like a Call of Duty. I was gonna say that's normally the one saving grace. Yeah, so, normally. I mean, maybe that means we're set up for some some good stuff. Maybe you know, sometimes the industry knows that there are certain bigger games coming out in a certain time frame, so they all tend to move away. But I don't. What what could go? What could go in November? Like the the rumors that they're not even going to have a full fledged Call of Duty game. It's going to be like an expansion to uh, Modern Warfare. So, hmm. well, other things to keep an eye out for in the summer because the Summer Games Fest thing is is still you know it's still going. So we might get some more stuff to talk about soon. But uh, other than that, man, I think this is probably a good place to leave it. You guys got anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Um, I will say this. I you know. The Prince of Persia game definitely don't work fire. Like when they do oh, you're right. Ah, that's another one that like I don't understand. People talk so much shit about Ubisoft, man. It's like, oh, you're not doing anything different. Da, 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 da. And like that Prince of Persia game looks dope, man. Like I definitely want to play that. Like even like 2D side scroller type joints. Like they're not getting enough love. And like I get it. Yeah, we want things in 3D. Like I do too. I would love to get a 3D Prince of Persia game, but that. That 2D one that they call it 2D.5, whatever that means, that shit looks dope. And I definitely want to play that. The more they shot off at that Ubisoft conference about it, like the more I want to play it. So that's another good one. But we have yeah, to wait same. till January. Yeah. That part kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. I'll be there when it when it comes out. I'll be playing it. Chris, anything from you? Um Not really, per se. Um, there are certain games that I am waiting to hear updates on, but I don't know if they're necessarily Xbox-specific. You know, like, um, I, I really want to know what's going on with Arc Raiders. Like, nobody said anything about that game since we've seen it two years ago. Um, that other game that I always forget the name of, the damn, uh, I think the zombie-esque game, The Day Before, or whatever the hell it is. Oh, and yeah. Those are all games that oh. I'm like, I, I want to hear about those specifically, man, because those are the ones that my my heart was uh, zeroed in on, you know? Um, they, they showed they off a trailer. Supposed- they did? Yeah, they showed off in the trailer, but it was just like, they're showing off that there's like a Lamborghini or, or a McLaren, uh, some, some kind of car in it. There's actually a lot. I think that's supposed to come out of Lumber. Supposedly. Okay. Th- yeah, there's a I lot like of controversy around that game that I didn't know about until recently. Like, they don't own the rights to the name the day before. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Uh, so they're like in a legal battle to get that before the game comes out. And there's a rumor that that's part of why the game got delayed. But like mm-hmm. a lot of people think that game is vaporware. Like a lot of people think that game's not actually real. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because like crazy. the studio, like, you know, I didn't do the research. I just watched a YouTube video. But like the person they were saying, like the studio is known for having a lot of shitty games or like giving up so early and stuff like that. So I'm like, uh, it's like, I would love this to be you know the game i want it to be but yeah i can't get my hope yeah. it's gonna be yeah i don't know i don't know what to think about that one um yeah. i'm trying to temper my expectations because it looks cool but like at the same time like all the stuff i'm hearing about that developer now i'm like 
So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what it is. But uh but yeah. We'll keep an eye out on stuff. We'll keep you guys posted for sure. You know, as always, make sure to check us out on our social media platforms. Um, you know, at Xpack Pod on Twitter. I was almost gonna say Twitch, uh, Twitter <laughs> and Instagram. And then uh, of course, make sure to check us out on TikTok at X, um, just Expansion Pack Podcast with an X. So search us up there. And uh, until next time, guys, we'll uh, we'll keep playing some games. We'll keep talking about some games. And uh, peace. Bye, y'all.